Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the 99.9% Real Podcast. A podcast that has proven to kill 99.9% of bad vibes. So before we start, if you guys like our content and want to keep up with it, be sure to follow us. It's free. And turn on the notifications so you can see whenever we post. Because we don't post too often. And if you don't like our content, you can always just unfollow us. It's fine. So guys, recently for the past um, half of the year, I have been working as a hotel front desk agent. You know, I just realized that I wanted to get another job, expand basically my skill set, and it's actually been a pretty good job. But one thing that I see a lot often is basically the common misconceptions in terms of staying at a hotel. So guys, today I'm coming in with 11 hotel tips and tricks that will better your stay. So of course the first one, which is probably the most prevalent one I see a lot, is suites. So all over the internet and on TikTok, you know, people are saying that if you give us $20, we'll get you a free suite. That isn't necessarily true. So when it comes to hotel front desk workers, we cannot guarantee you a suite by just giving you 20 bucks. 20 bucks is not going to guarantee you a suite. If you want to guarantee a complimentary suite, the amount of actually getting into a suite, well, from what I've seen in my state, would be about 40 to 50 bucks. That is about the perfect amount, depending on the hotel, that would be the most likely to give you a complimentary suite for the night. So people are wondering, well, if that doesn't work, if 40 or $50 don't work, how do I get a complimentary suite? You know, if you don't have enough money, you're low on cash. Well, here is the way to get yourself a complimentary suite for your stay. So first thing I recommend you to do is to book on weekdays. So if you want the highest chance of getting yourself a complimentary suite without any extra dollars coming out of your pocket, I always recommend you to go and book on the weekdays because those are our less prevalent days. Everyone is working, people are busy, so less people are staying at the hotel. So I always recommend you to do that. That's the first step. Second step is to always look at available room types. Always look to see if they're single kings, two queens. Basically, if you're coming in on a day that almost every room is available, that is the best time to get your suite. And then the third thing is to have a special occasion. Of course, if you have a special occasion, like an anniversary coming up or a birthday, birthdays, we don't offer sweets as much because of course, we don't have any policy or anything that we give out on birthdays, of course, because of COVID. But if you are looking to get into a complimentary suite, anniversaries are the best way to go. If you tell one of us on a day that there's not as many suites available, that you have an anniversary and you're trying to see if you can do anything special, we will try to go and get you a complimentary suite. So as long as those conditions are right, I'd say that you have an 80% chance of getting a complimentary suite. On a weekend, instead of the 80% chance that you have of getting a complimentary suite on a weekdays, on the weekend, that gets knocked down to 20, 20 to 30% tops that you would have the chance to get a complimentary suite. It's because everyone comes in on the weekends, rates are higher 
more expensive, there are more things going on because everyone's off during the weekends. For some reason, it's structured that way in America. That's just how we do things. So everyone's having um, off, everyone's partying on the weekends. And on the weekdays, you know, they're just back at a normal job. It's kind of weird. It's like an on and off switch. So another thing I want to talk about is tipping us agents. So when it comes to tipping, you know, you're not required to tip. Is everything all right, sir? Is the temperature in the room okay? It's okay. Do you know how the TV works? I'm 10 years old. TV's my life. Well. I'm sorry. And there's plenty more where that came from. Because at the end of the day, we're getting paid pretty fairly. I'm not going to tell you how much I get paid personally, but we get paid pretty fairly. And with tips, it goes above the extra mile. So most days that I do receive tips, it's pretty good pay, pretty good money. But besides the fact, if you don't have any money and you wanna show us appreciation, there are a plethora of ways. So giving us food, buying us gift cards, especially for coffee shops, we will greatly appreciate you. Even a Starbucks gift card for five bucks, we will love you, especially because working at a front desk at a hotel is definitely a really patient job and you need all of the energy that you can get in order to assess guests day in and day out so it's definitely a five dollar starbucks gift card or dunkin donuts gift card we would love that so you don't only have to tip us money there's other ways that you could tip us instead of money especially home cooked food like if you can get us a nice plate of home cooked food or just give it to the whole department, we would love you for life. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, we definitely take food. Especially, I think the weirdest thing that I've gotten gifted was sweet and spicy pickles. I'm not going to go in a little bit further into that story because that's more of a personal experience, but that just shows how weirdly we can be tipped. <laughs> yeah, so. The personal experiences are gonna come in a later episode. I'm not going to talk about personal experiences just yet because I don't want to give you guys too much now. You know, this is about tips and tricks, of course, not about me telling you my stories. So next on the list is booking a room, prices and discounts. So you're booking a room. Let me tell you the best place to book a room. If you're looking at a third party website, don't book there. Don't book on third-party websites. And I'm not saying that as a company standpoint to get more business or whatever, it's just never a good idea in the first place to book with a third-party booking site. And not only because the fact that they're trying to go and get money, they make commissions based on how many people go and book through their websites. It also hurts you as well because you're paying for more for the room on top of our rates and our total grand total of the room you're also most likely giving the third party booking company depending on who they are a little bit of extra money into their pockets as well which isn't always the best method and also most third party booking sites do not offer discounts and even if they do it's not the best if you're looking to go and get the best discount always try to call either call or go on a website and try to see if there's any promo codes or discounts that you can go and put into your booking. Another thing that I hear a lot from booking rooms 
is people complaining about rates. So the thing is that you are better off booking a rate a month in advance than booking day of, you know, or week of, because that can all change. You know, it all depends on what's going on at the time, what's the weather conditions are like. So in the Northeast where it snows a lot, if it's snowing, we will most likely charge more for the room. If it's not snowing, it will be regular rates. It all depends on what, like where you're staying at and locally, what's going on locally. So if there's any shows or events that are going on in your city or anything near an arena where most hotels are, just expect your prices to be jacked up way more than they expect to be. So because of the fact that we never know when shows are coming or shows are happening, I always like tell people to always book in advance because that's where you find the best prices. Especially since I work at the front desk, I'm a front desk agent. We do not book rooms weeks weeks apart. You know, some hotels do it, but the hotel I work at, we don't do that. So I'm happy to book you guys a extra, I mean, a room a day or two after your stay, but a whole month or a couple of months after the fact, we just don't do that here. You'd either have to book online or book through the phone. And um, another thing I get a lot is the phone. You know, we have a lot of people who go and pick up the phone, but we receive a lot of complaints. Um, people think that us hotel front desk agents, the people that you see taking you in are the ones that pick up the phone to book rooms. That is not the case. There's a whole another department that is booking rooms for you when you call on the phone and that is not us. So the fact that people associate them with us is pretty funny sometimes. Sometimes it can be a pain in the ass, especially. And also um, speaking about speeds, if you guys ever do come to the place I work, which I'm not saying, and you see me and you say you know me from the 99.9% Real Podcast, I'd be happy to try to hook you up with a complimentary suite. I mean, even though other people may have their own little thing, if you know me, I'll be happy to hook you up to see what we have. At the end of the day, suites are always made by permission um, of the higher ups, you know, the supervisors and managers that are on duty that day. Um, basically, that's the reason why we can't guarantee you suites all the time. It all depends on the hotel, of course, because each hotel has their own set of rooms. Also, next point is reading the fine print. So I cannot stress to people enough that reading the fine print is the most important thing that you can do when booking a room, because not only does that make our lives easier, it makes your life easier as well. So reading the fine print, looking at the grand total, you know, and expecting those things when you check in, it's probably the best thing that you can do for us and for you to make both of our jobs easier. And of course, because the people who don't know, we have to go into a long, long explanation as to why, especially another thing that people don't read in the fine print is that not all hotels guarantee your room. So. The thing is that most hotels do never guarantee rooms because of the fact that it all depends on availability. Especially there are people who might have complimentary rooms depending on if we're staying at a casino hotel or if you racked up enough points to get a complimentary room. Always just make sure that you may not be guaranteed the room that you're looking for. At the end of the day, you have a complimentary room 
and that is all that matters. Doesn't matter if we're in a single king bed or a two queen bed, our room is still a room regardless. And also, when it comes to reading a fine print, one thing that people never realize is amenities. Always look at the hotel's amenities to see what's going on and also be sure to know what you can do during your stay. So one thing that people never realize is that every hotel, no matter where you go, has its own resort fee or facility fee. They're both the same, no matter where you go, it is always mandatory as well. Because of course, why pay? Because of things that, since we don't know when people use the amenities in the room or the amenities that are part of the room, we will never know, of course, because we don't, it's not like we have cameras in all the rooms. So we're better off going and making people pay for the amenities during their stay than us having to go and monitor whether or not they're going to use it or not. So always be sure to be on the lookout for that. And also, one thing that people never know is that no matter what hotel you go to, we always have a security hold. So things that hotels that tend to get damaged a lot, more, more likely than not, have higher incidentals or security holds or security deposits during your stay as composed to a hotel that doesn't have much damages to it. So um, the hotel I work at is $100, you know, it's $100 that you're putting in for the incidentals. Other hotels, it is cheaper, but um, when it comes to incidentals, as long as you don't damage the room, you're more likely than not going to be fine. But just always be on the lookout for those things and just, I'm not expecting it, is more likely than not worse than always expecting it. If you're not expecting it, it makes the job harder than on us to explain to you as to why we should always go and read the fine print and then go over with you in terms of things that you have to know during your stay. It just makes the job harder for us. Especially the people who claim that they have stayed with us before and have never stayed with us before, we know. We know if you've stayed with us before or not. Not only do certain signals or things that people do that doesn't look like they've stayed with us before, we know. So basically things like, have you stayed with us before? If the guest says yes, they've stayed with us. Um, depending on the next steps that happen after, we'll know whether or not the guest has actually stayed with us before. And even after the guest leaves, we can check their last name and their first name to see if they've actually stayed with us before. There are plenty of times where guests have claimed that they've stayed and they've never stayed with us before, either that or they've stayed with someone else in a room. So yeah, it's a little bit different, but um, that's how we know our more loyal people, um, especially um, loyal people, like the loyalty, we have a lot of loyalty that goes on in the front desk. So the more likely you check in with the same person every time, better and more than not, we'll oh, we'll try to go and get you free stuff. Like we always try to go and take care of you well, try to give you the best rooms when it comes to things like that. And always try to be nice to your front desk um, agent because more likely than not, if you're not nice to the front desk agent, they're going to give you a bad view. Well, me personally, I never do that to my guests. I always try to make sure that even if the guests are mean to me, I always give them my favorite rooms, well, my favorite views. 
I always try to make sure that my guests leave happy, of course, and have a good looking room. But anyways, another thing that people never realize is the higher or lower floors. So when you go to a hotel, should you ask for a higher or lower floor? So from my past five to six months I've been working, I always say that the lower floor is probably the better choice. So even though the lower floors aren't as good views, didn't have as good views as the higher floors, lower floors are better because of the simple fact that everyone asks for the higher floors. So by the end of the night, there's a couple floors on the bottom that get left, you know, without anyone staying in there. So it's better for a few reasons actually to get the lower floor. First, it's less occupied. So you don't have to worry about people stepping all over the floor when you're asleep or you're just trying to take a nap. Second is just for the simple fact that when it comes to higher floors, you're more likely to see things wrong with the room actually staying on a higher floor as composed to a lower floor. Because more people want a higher floor as composed to a lower floor, there are more people that are going to damage that room either accidentally or intentionally, which will make it worse for other people as well. So we receive more housekeeping complaints from my personal view from higher floors as composed to lower floors. So just keep that in mind. Um, it's less noisy. There's less housekeeping complaints because of the fact that people have barely been on those rooms on the lower floors. Also questions about rooms. So, so the guests who ask about rooms and things like how the room looks or how the view looks us hotel front desk agents we personally don't know questions like these. The one thing that we're like told to know is like the size, the what's included with the room, how the room looks like, pictures. We always get a room tour when we first start the job. And also it's just that when it comes to questions about rooms, some things we don't know about the rooms because of the fact that most hotels actually don't offer, don't let their own agents stay in the hotels, either because of conflict of interest, or other things that might go on. So most hotels don't even offer their own agents to stay in the rooms. So when guests ask, is this a room that I should go in? We personally do not know. Another thing we don't know is records of the room, what's happened in the room in the past. We, things like that, we don't know. When it comes to things or damages that happen to a room, if the room has enough damages to the point where it can't be used anymore, we always take the rooms off market. So we always try to make sure that the guest doesn't receive a surprise of their life or other things that might happen during the guest day. So another thing that we do is analyze guests, of course. We always analyze guests, of course, when it comes to things like if we've stayed with us before, or if they haven't stayed with us before and if they're new and they're trying to fake that they've stayed with us before, it happens once in a while. But one thing that we do um, check for is non-registered guests. So not only non-registered guests, people who are like automatically suspicious, people who try to go and might be committing a crime or something bad with the room or people who ask to not be seen or non-registered guests. We always be sure to look at their name, look at their first and last name, or have a look at their face to make sure that if any law enforcement have come across us and ask us um, for, you know, a certain room or a certain person is doing things in their room, 
we always know who that person is or at least know who, how that person looks like or what room they're staying in you know things like that so when the worst comes to worst we'll be able to help out you know law enforcement when it comes to things like that so another thing that happens in a hotel or one thing i want you to expect in a hotel is a mini bar no matter what hotel you go to las vegas hotels in your state hotels all across the country specifically in america is mini bar there will always be a mini bar in your room regardless of where you go there's different types of mini bars so you know in the us we have two different types of mini bars we have the mini bar fridge of course that after your stay if you use anything from there we automatically charge you of course after you leave so you'll have a bill in your house about the things that are in the mini bar fridge but also there's are like recently more hotels have been starting to adopt the wade mini bar so um in the rooms there are wade mini bars now well at the hotel that i work at so basically if you lift anything up from that mini bar it charges back to the room automatically so just watch out for the mini bar i'd say that no matter what hotel you go to regardless just don't touch anything in there that actually costs money oh dad kevin you spent nine hundred and sixty seven dollars on room service <gasps> You know, you've already paid for the room don't just touch you know go around touching the mini bar unless you actually need stuff from there because at the end of the day you know even though we want to make extra money and make business we just can't stand when guests have complaints or chargebacks to their banks about certain things that they lifted up for the mini bar that was by accident and that's why i say that always listen to us and check in and that's where it comes back to reading the fine print. It always helps out. So the next thing is complaints. So complaints on availability. So when it comes to rooms or days that were sold out, even though people say, oh, the hotel looks empty. Can I get a discount on the room? Or, oh, is, the, is there any room in the hotel available? Most likely, more likely than not, if you don't see any hotel rooms available on the website, more likely than not, we're actually sold out. So people think that some hotels, well, some of them may do that, but just not mom, the one I work at personally, but some hotels may close the website for sale and people might just come up and ask if there are any rooms available. The thing is that more likely than not, if there are no rooms available online, there are probably no rooms available in you know, the hotel and our systems. Basically what hotels usually do is that we go and we close off the sale on our systems first, and then we close off the sale online. So people can be able to go and make last minute reservations if they want to before we get sold out. So when it comes to things like that, people always complain about, you know, things like, oh, are there any rooms available? Oh, you're hiding rooms or the typical, oh, I bought the room at this rate and I couldn't buy anymore. You know, things like that is why you should book a hotel room in advance. Same day reservations or week of reservations don't guarantee you a room, let me tell you that. So the fact that people go and either book a room and try to ask for another room type. So sometimes people book non-smoking rooms and then they try to ask for a smoking room of course, we're gonna say no if we're like out of rooms for that specific room type. Things like that happen, Tom, 
kind of often. You know, at the end of the day, rates are just like airplane tickets, you know? Rates go up and down depending on what's going on, of course, like I mentioned earlier, or things that happen. So it's your responsibility as the customer to lock in those rates, just like what you would do with an airplane ticket, and then go and book it from there, you know? Or you could always call the phone. The thing is that the phone lines and us, we're two different entities. People think that the front desk and the people that are at the phone's booking room for other people were one. We are not one. That's a whole different department that are handling these type of inquiries, and we're not the one who's doing them. So the fact that people go and complain to us about stuff like that happening or like things about the room, that's not us doing it. Sometimes actually people think that we're the ones who clean the room, that we're housekeeping. We're not housekeeping. People think that we're housekeeping. We're the ones who clean the room or prepare the room a certain type of way. But at the end of the day, that is the fault of our housekeeping department and not us. Next tip is to just ask, you know? Asking for things nicely will get you a very long way. So things that it's all about how you talk and how you act will depend on the quality of service you get from your front desk agent. So how nicely you ask for things, or if you ask for things in general, we'll go and get it for you. Like if you want extra things to be sent up to the room, like shampoo, conditioner, you know, or soap or toothbrush and toothpaste, we'll get that sent up to the room or we'll try our best. At the end of the day, it's up to discretion of housekeeping or other departments who may handle running things up to people's room. We're not the ones who actually send it up. We just send a call or possibly we just go and on our computer and our system, we have a program that goes and tells housekeeping what things they need to get in each room. So um, people always think that they're guaranteed to get that thing or they're guaranteed in the amount of time they are to get that thing. Always just be sure to be on the lookout for that. And especially just knowing that times are not guaranteed. We never guarantee anything if you read the fine print, especially if you're saying complimentary, even if you put a deposit down for the room, we'll try our best to guarantee your room type. But at the end of the day, none of those things can be guaranteed. If we're running low on rooms, that's why reading the fine print is important because we're running out on rooms. We're going to start giving out rooms that people might not want, especially if people who are staying complimentary that's when you see the most you know changes are happening to the room type at the end of the day booking a room is only a request we will guarantee you a room but we cannot guarantee the type that you request if you put down the deposit we're more likely to guarantee you that type or better if there's none no more of that room type left so asking for things will get you long gray and next thing is off market so people think that you know, we're sold out. People see the amount of rooms that we have. And we're like, wow, like you, you surely have rooms hidden back there. You have rooms. So the answer is yes, we do have rooms. Even if we're sold out, we do have rooms available. But things that the rooms that we have available cannot be sold to people for three reasons. So one out of three reasons is either one, the room that we have left is the most expensive room that money cannot buy or pe normal people cannot afford it. So most hotels have a room like that. Like most hotels that come with suites have rooms like that, that people, normal people can't afford. So that room is always up there just looking all clean and nice, you know, for the pictures on the internet or whatever. 
but that's not the most important thing. Next reason that we have rooms off market is because there's something wrong with the room. But whenever a guest has damaged a room badly enough to the point where we can't really do much about it, uh, we put that room off market until we're able to go and get that room cleaned and put it up again. So this is how the process of most hotels work. So after the guests leave, they go and um, basically inspect the room to check to see if there are any damages that happen or were to occur. And if there are damages that occur, we basically go and we take money off of that $100 hold or whatever security hold you have in your hotel. And we use that to start compensating for the damages done in the room. And if there's any more than $100, then we take the card on the file and then we start, you know, going from there. But think that we always make sure the guest is kept in the loop for the amount of damages that they've done in the room and estimate um, amount of how much money we're going to be taking from that guest. Um, the things that people always complain and start bitching about things like that. On the day, it's your fault that you damaged the room. Just expect a little bit of a bill to be coming out from that. You know, nothing is free at the end of the day. And the last reason why rooms are off market is simply because those rooms are fully occupied. So we have two types of rooms. So um, basically, we have rooms that are off market due to guest negligence that are never going to be seen the time of day anytime soon. And then also we have rooms that are basically backed up. So basically, we have backup rooms. Some hotels, not all hotels, but some hotels have backup rooms. So with that backup room, when um, hotels have dead seasons or off seasons that goes on within their hotel, they basically keep some rooms in the back just in case if anything were to happen where we tend to oversell on rooms. The thing is that on a hotel as big as I that I work at, uh, at the four star hotel that I work at, there is way too many people that are occupied and we tell we tend to oversell once in a while. That's why we always release rooms and try to make rooms available more and more to be able to accommodate those guests. Especially at the end of the day, it's all up to basically the marketing department um, that basically lists those things on sale, those rooms on sale, and whether or not we oversell or not, it's all up to them. It tends to happen once in a while when hotels oversell and that's why we have backup rooms so we can be able to accommodate for those people that want to go and book a room, especially on show nights as well. That tends to happen a lot. And last but not least, one thing that I see a lot the most is lying. So you wonder, people try to get away with lying all the time. And you think that as adults, people will lie less. No, they lie more. People lie way more. So there are tons of people who lie, of course, as the most basic lie that they stated with us before. There are people that lie, you know, about things being messed up in their room. And they just want to try to get compensation. There are people who lie about getting a certain rate. There's like people who might say that they've gotten $50 for that room, but instead now they're paying for 100. The thing is that if you're lying about a call, most likely that call will be found and we will find out the truth on whether or not you're lying. So lying isn't really the best idea because any message, any emails, any text, any calls are all recorded and we will find out whether or not if you're lying about, you know, certain things about your room. 
And also there are people that lie also about booking a room and they're trying to get into a room for free. It happens once in a while. I've seen it happen and it's not cool. You're taking up people's time and day um, of day just to go and deal with your lies. It's not the best thing, you know, as a, especially as a business, we try to be as transparent and as fluid as we possibly can and try to tell the truth to all of our guests, you know, even in some of the hard times, we always try to make sure that the person on the other end of the table that's paying with their own money knows exactly where that money is going that's taken off the grand total. So the fact that people lie is a big waste of our time and also that could potentially get you in trouble as well, you know, especially the fact that people lie to our faces and they want to go and try to get cheaper price for the room and it just doesn't work all the time. So at the end of the day, you're just gonna make yourself look dumb and it doesn't work. So anyways, guys, um, actually, I think I said 13 hacks. Anyways, guys, that's it for the hotel tips and tricks that can better your stay. I hope you guys picked up a thing or two when it comes to staying at a hotel and potentially use some of my tips or tricks in the future. I do have more that we could do, but that's just all for now. Anyways, guys, thank you for taking your time out of your day to listen to this episode. Just be sure to share this episode to a friend or family member who likes to travel around a lot, who likes to stay in hotels a lot. Um, this will definitely help them out a lot. So, <laughs> said a lot three times. Anyways, guys, it's Bertrand from the 99.9% .9 Real Podcast, and I'm signing off. Peace.